Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another edition of There's a Family Bible. I decided to name this show There's a Family Bible uh, after a song I had heard long ago and rediscovered recently. And it's a song which was written by Willie Nelson at the start of his career. I have, I have the version done by George Jones and I love it. Uh, I encourage you to get this song as you will not be disappointed in it. I started thinking earlier this morning about what Jesus said about hell. We know that on many occasions Jesus gave parables as to who winds up in hell. If you have your Bibles with you, just open it up to the parable of the rich man and the poor man. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus' evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this between us and you, there is a gulf great gulf fixed so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot nor can those from there pass to us then he said I beg you therefore father that you could send him to my father's house for I have five brothers that he may testify to them lest they come also to this place of torment Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded through though one rise from the dead. This is Luke chapter 16, verse 19 through 31. This is actually not even a parable, of course, but rather a story on hell. This is a literal story of someone who actually went to hell and someone who went to heaven, I believe. We notice that the rich man had very much of his own, while the poor man had but the dogs to lick his sores. This man was so poor he could not afford to have his sores treated. The dogs cleaned them for him. The beggar died. Then he was carried to paradise. When the rich man died, he went. He was sent to Hades. I think the primary lesson to be learned from this parable is that it does not matter how rich a person it, how rich a person is, they can go to hell. God doesn't care about your money. He doesn't care what you have. All he cares about is do you know him. So, what type of people wind up in hell? The Bible tells us on a few occasions. I think a lot of us are familiar with the list that are given to us in the Bible. To give you an idea of what these things are, think about this for a minute. Have you ever stolen something? 
no matter how big or small or how many times or how many times you are a thief have you ever lusted for a person then you are guilty of adultery or fornication have you ever told even just a little small white lie then you're a liar to put it mildly the things which the bible says shall not enter into heaven sum up the whole of humanity we are all guilty of at least one of these things and as such we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven these lists are to be found in first corinthians in the book of revelation now a lot of people will tell you that they believe that if you're a good person you don't go to hell but instead go to heaven the types of people who go to hell are more or less those who are just evil however the bible plainly states very plainly that there is only one type of people who go to hell and they're called sinners they're called sinners think about it we have all sinned what did jesus say hell would be like the first and foremost way he used to describe it is that there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth and there and those there will be cast into outer darkness you see in this world even the lost to some extent feel a bit of god's care in hell however the full extent of god's wrath against sin is meted out and their separation from him is absolutely inviolable in other words it doesn't change it can't be uh, broken it's a status that cannot be changed uh, there are those who believe that hell is merely the state of non-existence uh, revelation 14 11 contradicts this by stating that the smoke of their torment arises forever and ever and they have no rest day or night obviously if they have no rest day of night then this implies that they do exist they are they are still in existence so once a person is in hell they can never hope for escape or reprieve of any kind matthew 25 41 tells us that hell was never created for man but rather for the devil and his angels that followed him however once man fell hell became the abode for those who die lost and apart from christ God didn't create us with the intention of sending us to hell. But once we sinned, then that is the place to where we go if we die without Jesus Christ. Again, hell was created for Satan as his place of torment for his rebellion. So, how could a good God allow people to go to hell, you might ask? Well, the answer lies in both the nature of God and the nature of ourselves. You see, God is perfect, his holiness absolutely perfect in every respect. As such, he hates sin with a vengeance. Our problematic characteristic our problematic characteristic is of course sin. And since God hates sin, we cannot enter into his presence with sin held against us. You know, it's like we all have an account which God has for us. And those who are lost have sin they have all their sins charged against them that's like when people go before the great white throne all the sins that they've ever done will be charged against them and it doesn't matter what good they've done the sin overrides that good work the bible tells us that our good works are like filthy rags so 
But John 3.16 tells us that he, loves, that he loves us enough to give us a chance to escape this punishment. And the only way we can do that is by accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior. He is the one and only payment for our sins. I'm going to conclude this with the invitation to accept Christ. If you have never accepted him, and if he is calling you right now, all you have to do is yield to his spirit, and he will come and live in your heart, and you will, at that point, be saved. It is at God's timing for a person to be saved. In other words, he has to call you to salvation, and then you must, at that point, accept. It's only at that point that you can genuinely, genuinely accept it. So if he is calling you right now, then I urge you to not worry about, well, don't worry about what people are going to think. You know, just go with the Holy Spirit and accept the Spirit of Christ into your heart and he will live with you forever. This is the only way that you can escape hell is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, I'm going to conclude this here and I hope that you've had a blessing listening to this and uh, may God bless you. And I look forward.